to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the bat. In the evening, before sunset, I like to sit outside and watch the bats fluttering around the clearing. I feel so fortunate to have a couple of bats in view of the present fungal epidemic that is threatening the existence of our bat population. For, despite our society's aversion to bats, we benefit greatly from their enormous appetite for flying insects and their generous spiritual energy. The bat is a very unusual animal, and its symbolism varies around the world from benevolent to demonic. While Western culture gives a malevolent meaning to bats, in many other cultures the bat embodies life-enhancing powers. In China, the bat represents good fortune and great happiness. A pair of bats is the emblem of longevity, and a clutch of five bats signifies the five blessings of health, wealth, long life, happiness, and peace. In indigenous societies around the world, the bat symbolized rebirth, which is perhaps the greatest blessing of all. The bat emerges from the cave-like womb of Mother Earth, embodying the souls of the dead who are preparing to re-enter the world as living beings. As the souls of the dead, bats were considered to be wise and brave, making war on the forces of disease, hunger, and sorrow which plagued humans. The bat is a winged mammal, and the only mammal capable of true flight. Other mammals, such as the flying squirrel, can only glide through the air. There are 900 species of bats found in almost every temperate and tropical region of the world. Bats are ancient creatures, appearing in the fossil record 55 million years ago and coinciding with the emergence of mammals in general. Our bat, the brown bat, is nocturnal and tends to live in groups, roosting upside down in caves, trees, tree hollows, and in some of us have discovered in the eaves and attics of buildings. Bats have well-developed complex ears and sonar capability located in their noses, allowing them to echolocate. Their flight, which appears to us as fluttery and jerky, is actually highly sophisticated movement, enabling them to catch flying insects and to avoid obstacles as fine as a human hair. Their bodies are covered with fur. Their leathery wings consist of two layers of elastic membranes supported by short forelimbs and very elongated finger bones. Because of the bat's unique characteristics, Western culture came to see it as unnatural and therefore taboo. It has fur like a mammal, but flies like a bird. It seemed, therefore, to be neither mammal nor bird, but something out of the supernatural realm. Mythology has many of these frightening chimeras, half-human, half-goat, like the satyr, half-lion, half-bird, like the griffin, and so on, shapeshifters who, in indigenous cultures, were valued as shamans, who could cross boundaries to heal and guide their communities. But Western culture shunned shape-shifting as evil and dangerous, as a practice of the devil. Thus, bats became demons. 
Christian art gave demons bat wings. The witch of the Middle Ages was pictured as a long-haired woman who flew over the land with her bat wings. The witch's long hair represented another belief that women's hair attracted bat-like demons, leaving Christian patriarch St. Paul to order women to cover their hair when in church to keep the devil out. To this day, the poor bat still has a scary reputation. It is used to augment the frightening atmospherics of movies and novels and paintings. It's just too bad. Over the years, I have had to catch a few bats that accidentally strayed into my house. Holding them gently with leather gloves, I have admired their soft fur, their remarkable wings, and their sweet faces. Bats deserve to be revered for the ordinary and sacred beings that they naturally are. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.